Hey everyone. Hey guys. Um, welcome to your annual podcast, where this week we're gonna switch it up, and instead of doing our usual in and out, we're gonna do a week roundup in and out, where we're gonna talk about all things in, and these things are gonna be like current news, pop culture, and opinions. And we're gonna talk about all things out, spilling the tea, negative press, and you know the good old um crap that's going on in our lives also everyone's favorite topics at the end the chair buddies and the daily flesh those are also going to be a little different because basically all the topics that we'll be talking about today tommy which is myself yes and hi, jericho tommy. which is you oh yes hi me we're going to be picking our top and our bottom no pun intended everyone um, has a good top and bottom <laughs> where's that from I don't know, I'm just being gay. Um, hold on, tangent. On the Food Network, there's this lady who, who made sandwiches, and she takes the, the buns from the top, and she goes, ooh, I'm just going to take the tops and put them on the bottom. And then it became a meme. meme. Okay. Anyways, we're going to pick our <laughs> favorite top and our bottom of everything we talked about. So as you guys are listening and we're talking and venting about what we like, what we don't like, maybe you can guess along and think what is going to be our favorites, but we'll let you know at the very end, so stay tuned for that. Yes. Also, this is our ninth and second to the last episode Woo! before our season finale, where we'll be reminiscing on our one year together. Yes, y'all. Your boy has been cuffed for one year. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. We're going to be talking about the true <laughs> story of how we met. Which is my story. My story. <laughs> All while being off location. So look out for that. That's going to come out the end of this weekend. Uh, when we celebrate our one year together. Yeah, it's coming back to back, guys. So we're just trying to fit this episode in so that we can land the last episode on the anniversary, which will be this Sunday or whenever it this comes out, but this following Sunday. And it's going to be cool because it's going to be in Santa Cruz. That's where we're going to have our little getaway. So I thought it'd be cool to do our podcast away from this room and just literally where it's happening. And you'll mm-hmm. get a lot, not live, but live to us doing it. Reflection of us being Not live it. of us doing it, though. No. Live of us doing the podcast. Of us just talking in real life. Not doing it. Happening yes. while we're celebrating. Oh so, my god, we're going down spiral. Um, that'll be really cool. So keep staying with us. This episode's going to be a little different, but hopefully it's a lot. Uh, I'm going to switch it up and be a lot of fun for you guys. So today's topic is we're going to cover a lot of general things regarding music, politics, food, gaming and entertainment, queer news, and of course, always making it personable with our very opinionated opinions and how we feel yes 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 so before we dive in um we actually forgot this in our last episode which we usually do is our how are you's i feel so bad but we got to do it yeah so how are you um life update guys it's basically from the beginning of this podcast we've been kind of talking about like job searching and whatnot and um big news is i had another interview with the ceo yesterday i think it went really really well it's for a mental health tech startup and i'm just really passionate about mental health as as of ever and just especially in tech and what we can do so i think i smashed it i the the ceo i felt like he almost cried um which is weird but it was really intimate and i think everyone liked me and fingers crossed i'm just waiting for an email guys i'll let you know if i get it you seem super excited and super confident about it so i really do hope you get it mainly because it is struggling with you and i being unemployed and we talked about this so it's a struggle i really hope you get it 
I hope so too. I feel like I was telling Jericho, I feel like with both of us being unemployed, if I get it, it's like getting it for us. It's like, I need to take care of us. Like, I, yes, <laughs> please, please. All right. And for you, how are you? I'm, it's interesting. It's going. Um, I don't want to go too much into detail about it, but um, I just did an interview for Exploratorium. Woo! exploratorium um, yes i think i did really well <laughs> unfortunately they said that they're still um interviewing other applicants which yeah. is totally normal so i think they're gonna get back to me either um middle of next week or the week after that so it's kind of like a waiting game but i'm at that point where if i don't get a job interview if i don't get this job i'm taking it as a sign to really take like a little sabbatical or like <laughs> take... that's not the right word yeah no it's probably not i'm gonna take a break and just actually just go back to starbucks for a few months till the end of the year and just live off of that and kind of just take a moment to myself a moment like this yes so that's what i'm gonna do but that is basically how i am cool well mm-hmm. you know like mm-hmm. like a lot of people especially people that have been unemployed and job searching before and even your roommate kevin told you like it sucks money sucks it's a stress but yeah. at the same time if you can't help the fact that you don't have a job what you can help is understanding that if you can do it peacefully and you can take time to rest, like you, you're never gonna yeah. get this all the time. And that's the reason why I said that I'd probably go back to Starbucks because they're they're such a good company to work with and work for. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Why yeah. are you looking at me like that? I'm sorry. Your your phone plug is like horizontal out of your head. And it it's looks because, really weird. It's because the feedback is a little bit too much for okay. me. So you look like an elf right now. It's crazy. Yeah. Okay, sorry. So, yeah. Leave but, me um, alone. I mean, but they say that, um, going back to it, um, job searching is a full job in itself. So, at least you'll have coffee to fuel you the whole time. I know, I know. So, yeah, we'll see. Okay. Um, so, before we dive into all the topics, there is a topic that we wanted to bring up. Yes, I think, y'all, we found the new toilet paper roll controversy of this season if you guys don't know what we're talking about this goes back to the episodes near the this or that episode i think where we're talking about over and under and then i think the episode after that we talked about how we were talking to our friends about that episode and they brought up crumpled or fold and it became this whole thing of like toilet paper toilet paper and that people do different things we have a new one so this one is the pb and j question oh do y'all prefer crunchy or creamy peanut butter? And for y'all who are allergic, I'm so sorry you're excluded. <laughs> They're like none. <laughs> none. But if you could eat a peanut butter, what would it be? Creamy or crunchy? Please if, let us know. If you could. If you could eat it and not die, what would it be? Honestly, this became a thing even just between us starting be- with us because I like creamy. I love crunchy peanut butter. And for some reason, I just assumed, I'm like, oh, cool, you're so different. You like crunchy. Okay, cool. And I think it first got brought up because, you know, there's been earthquakes recently, and we went to the store, and we are like... <laughs> oh, we talked about peanut butter because of earthquakes. I totally yes. forgot about that. I know, this is going... This is It starts because of earthquakes. And there's been a lot of earthquakes. Please, guys, um, make sure that all your houses and your families are earthquake-proof. They have canned goods, <laughs> your family water. Your family is earthquake-proof. Oh, your family? <laughs> make sure that they are earthquake-proof. Yes. That, shake them to make sure shake, that they're okay. Shake your grandma. <laughs> to make sure she, that she, she's she doesn't shake too much. <laughs> yeah. Make sure she's earthquake-proof. <laughs> make sure that she's a bottle of water. And yes, so we went to the store and we were like, oh, we should get um, his housemates some peanut butter because, you know, mm-hmm. it's a it's a jarred food that can be shelf stable. And he's like, oh, should I get creamier peanut uh, creamier crunchy? Yeah. And so I was like, maybe I should get creamy. I feel like a lot of 
majority of people prefer creamy and then so that happened and i agreed i was like yeah a lot of people like creamy i like creamy everyone i've heard of likes creamy so what happened was like i think a few weeks later i decided to buy another bottle of peanut butter and i got crunchy this time because i was like well you know i prefer crunchy and so i was making a peanut butter sandwich and all my housemates were like, oh, I love crunchy peanut butter. And we were astounded that literally everyone in the everyone. house likes crunchy peanut butter. And Tommy made it, me feel like I was the outlier or like I, I was the, the unicorn. Of the I was the minority. And not to say that for most of my life, I haven't been the minority. But in this case, I was definitely the minority. And I think it's so weird. So we want to ask you viewers. Let us know. DM us like you guys have been, or um, we'll make a poll on Instagram and Twitter. We want you guys to vote, and I need to know, is it me still being stuck in my childhood memories of creamy peanut butter, or have people always just really liked crunchy? Have you always? I've always loved crunchy Since peanut butter. Since you were a kid. Yes, because of the texture. Texture. It's Feelings. so good. Feelings. <laughs> texture. You put crunchy peanut butter with a nice smooth jam oh. or jelly. Mmm. But it just, like, gets stuck in your teeth, and, like, it's... Peanut butter, in general, just gets stuck in your teeth. No, it gets stuck in the top, the roof of your mouth, and I just think there's something so nostalgic about it being so gummy, and, like, getting stuck in the top of your roof, of your mouth. But Maybe it's because I'm elevated. I think in this instance... I'm elevated, you are I like the a more texture, and, like... Elevated. Yes. Elevated, yeah. It's My so elevated funny. peanut butter jelly sandwich. Anyways, um, yeah, guys, do you prefer one over the other? Let us know, and if you're allergic... I'm very sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Let's have a moment of silence for y'all peanut butter people. Okay. All right. Cool. So <laughs> let's dive in. Yeah. Let's go for it. Okay. Like we said, we're talking about music, politics, food, gaming, entertainment, queer news, and making everything personal. The first things first is going to be music. TV. So awards. as you guys know, like, you know, with this podcast, definitely a big personality trait of mine that, you know, we try to characterize me as, as the music guy. I do music. I love music. Talk about it 24-7. I'm on forums. Jer- Jericho also has a love of music, but his form of consumption is more so mainstream and whatnot. But you love dancing. I love the dancing and the performance aspect of like the music industry. You love listening to like mm-hmm. new music, getting recommendations. Yeah. Yeah, so something that I think I bring to the table is I'm really into, like, live performances and full shows. So I'll have Jericho sit down. I hope he enjoys it. I have him sit down and literally watch, for instance, the MTV Music Awards happened, like, a week or two ago. And I literally had him sit down and watch every single performance. Did you enjoy that? I did, because there was a lot of artists that I do like. (laughs) Hesitantly asked, yeah. Yeah. So um, what was probably... Let's talk about what is in with that. What was your favorite performance from the MTV Music video performance or some of them? Okay, well, let's Missy Elliott. Oh, my God. I was so excited to know already. Yeah. Having heard the speculation for about three, four years that Missy was going to get a Vanguard Award, which she's in full deserving need of getting one. Yeah. If you guys don't know, a Vanguard Award is was originally named after Michael Jackson and basically goes to a major celebrity who has made a lot of impact when it comes to videography for pop culture. Big people that have had it are people like, of course, Michael Jackson, Madonna, Beyonce, Britney Spears, Jennifer Lopez, and the list goes on, but it's really big names. But Missy, obviously, has deserved this from the 90s yeah. already. Her her music videos were always intriguing and always been, like, out there, which I appreciate. Which, the reason why I like her performance is because she also released her, um, 
her music video, bring it yes. back, and she basically throw it back, throw it back. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, bring it back. No, throw it back. And the fact that she also kind of did shout outs to all her major key music videos, like the rain one. Um, I can't stand the rain. I can stand the rain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she did that one. Um, get your freak on. Uh, lose control. And she ended with lose control, of and, course. Oh my god. Everything that she did and the choreography was very much her. She brought out Allison Stoner. And she brought out Allison Stoner. The little girl in the music videos, guys, the, the little white girl with the pigtail, she brought her out. Yes. She I, doesn't have pigtails anymore. No, she definitely does not. Can we talk about how someone made like a meme video of her? Because she's wearing like a full like yellow leather bodysuit. Yeah. And then they made like that video meme thing of like they took out the audio and just made it squeak. Yeah. She's like doing the choreography hella hard and it's like squeak, 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 squeak. squeak I feel squeak. bad because she, she's being disrespected and Alison Stoner is a great performer and a dancer and you know, <laughs> she's come so far since her days on what she was on a, like a Mike Superstar. Mike Superstar Super Show. Super Short, short show. show. Yeah. Yeah, she was on that. She was. She deserves yeah. more credit. Um, She's really talented. And but I think even with that like weird squeaky press, like it's just giving her more press, so yeah. she deserves it. But overall, the performance was stellar. Once again, she ended with lose control. She had that cool scarecrow moment. Yeah. Yeah. So when I heard once again that she was gonna be the Vanguard award receiver, receiver yeah. I was excited for you because you I, ever since I met you, you've talked about how much you loved her as a kid. You said you used to buy her Adidas. Tracksuit? Uh, yes, y'all. When she did Gossip Folks, and then she wore the full tracksuit. Or a lot of her music videos have some person wearing a tracksuit. I wanted to be them so bad. Oh my gosh. I even did the whole, like, one, like, one, like, pant leg rolled up and the other one down. And I would buy white shoes. Like, I was trying to bust the move, y'all. Like, I was really in it to win it for Missy Elliott. Oh my gosh, you were that kid. I was that kid. That's so funny. But yeah, congrats to her. Can we give a little applause to Missy? Yay. I don't, wanna, quiet as I don't want to make it loud. I don't want to overstimulate our audiences. Cool. All right, so let's give props to another in of ours, um, another very very strong black woman that de- has deserved credit as well. Yes, my homegirl Lizzo. Lizzo. I got my hair. Uh, check my nails. No 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 no. good as hell. Yes. Um, she's so cool, and I think for me, once again, having watched a lot of um. MTV Music Video Awards. What's cool about Lizzo is just a few years ago, she was just an announcer or she was on not the main carpet, but like the opening carpet carpet. And she was one of the interviewers. Yeah. And she was just a random personality. But she really stole the show because she had so much personality. And now, years later, she's finally on the actual stage. I give her so much credit. People don't realize that Lizzo's been in the game for a while now. A while. She's She's like 30-something. Yeah. And she's a decade-plus year of being in the game, doing rap battles, you know? Yeah. Her music actually has changed to be more pop-inclined, but... That you know, it's the stakes that it takes to get into the game, and she finally has and deserves I'm it. I'm so glad for her. Yeah. Can Can you speak about why you love her? I just love how like she's kind of like that weird like gospel body positivity, but also the fact that she literally is just so herself. Yeah. Like in anything she's in, she's herself. Like the most recent video that we watched of her was the Song Association. Yeah. And she was dropping dropping f bombs literally every other word and it was just so fun to watch her like interact and sing and see what her style is and like her ig lives are always great and it's always about like 
just being yourself and like not giving a damn about what people say and yeah. i appreciate that you know she was dropping the f-bombs during her song association like jargo said and if you guys don't know what that is it's search up some of the artists and put song association um some artists that you like and it's basically where they play this game where they give you a word or two and then you have like 10 seconds to sing a song with that, that has word. that word in it yeah um and she was just like f f or oh, I, I can curse she's like fuck 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 like i can't think like it's so funny yeah, just, she's so funny she just reminds me of like she reminds me of one of my cousins who was just like so wholesome and yeah. like you just could you always had to listen to what they had to say and yeah that's why i love lizzo she's really cool and i just love that she is such a figure um i mean literally great figure great body that is people can look at and be like that's what n- normal people look like and it's representing a spectrum of people i unfortunately think it sucks that she's so pretty that fuck only the pretty fat girl like you know quote unquote fat girl like gets recognition but sometimes it takes like that bridge of a person that yeah. is success su- um susceptible to what the standards of beauty are which is her beautiful face yeah. but has a rounder body to get the people that have more of an average face and a rounder body i know this sounds weird but yeah. it's like it's for people they need that kind of warm-up i know what you mean there. though yeah so great for her for being a pioneer um and I'm just, I told you I was going to surprise you with the game earlier, so I'm going to surprise you with the game right now before okay. we move on to our next in for oh God, Jesus. music. Okay. We're going to play Song Association for you. Okay. Okay, I'm going to name just quick fire, right? Three random words. Three. And then I want you to think of a song that has it in there, okay? Okay. Ready? And I'll give you 10 seconds for each. Ready? Love. One, um, two, mm. three, four, five. Oh, wait. Six. You're the one I know. Ding. You're the one I need. What song? Uh, Love on top. Cool. Next word. Ready? Um, uh, heart. Go. One. Two. Um, three. Hum. Heart. Four. Heart. Five. A broken heart. Six. Hit girl. Ding. From Beyonce. Again. Wow. It's another Beyonce. Okay. Last one. Really? I was trying to do my the song that I want to do. Uh. This is how to be a heartbreak. Oh. Yeah, I wanted to do that one, but I was tr- having trouble with the melody. Who's that by? Uh, Madonna girl. Um, no. Marina. Yes, Marina. With the diamonds or without the diamonds? Uh, I think that was um, with the diamonds at the time. <laughs> yes, cool. she lost her diamonds. Last one. Um, want. One. I want two. you back. I want you back. Share. Share Lloyd. Want you. Want you. Yes. Watch you back. Yeah, cool. Yeah. The only reason why I remember the that song is because of the... Uh. <laughs> <laughs> cool. I just wanted to surprise him with the game. But sorry, off the tangent, going back to... <laughs> now you guys have full evidence of me not knowing lyrics to a lot of songs that I like. <laughs> you just said the title. Um, cool. Going back to it. So we just talked about uh, Missy. We talked about Lizzo. Another thing that I think um, was really in for me was... The Camila and Sean Mendes performance of Senorita. Oh my um, god. And some people thought it was too simple. I thought the simplicity was beautiful. Yeah. How literally it was a 360 camera view of them performing, and you didn't see the audience, you just saw a room full of beautiful, warm, lit lights. And mm-hmm. I thought it was simple, but passionate and warm and, and romantic. And that's what the song's about. Exactly. Like, the song is literally about just being with that person and... Chemistry. Chemistry. And, like, they had really good chemistry. Like, I was low-key having a semi. <laughs> like, I was like... For Camille or Sean? For both. Or the They're just both <laughs> so amazingly, like, cute and I wish them the best, you know. The, the, and the song, honestly, guys, if 
we were doing uh if we did a chia buddy for like the past two weeks this song has been in re- repeat for us it's such a catchy yeah literally we'll play the song, song we'll, once a day and we'll to dance to it we we'll pretend that we're like you know latin dancers but we're not yeah we feel sure don't have the same oh, training as so good and camila and if you guys haven't seen the video Oh, the video, the chemistry, the camera angles, the... Sean Mendez. The Sean Mendez of it all. Yeah, um, but I thought it was a beautiful performance. Um, in the beginning, when she does the acapella moment, and then she does the hair flip turn. Yeah. She goes, shoosh. And then everyone's like, ah. Ugh. I love that. But um, yeah, so that was probably a very big highlight. Those for, are... In, our, in, yeah. For me. So those were the ends of the MTV Awards for mm-hmm. us. So let's let's transition to the outs. Sure. I, I would say a big one for me is more so in general with the MTV Music Video Awards is the lack of representation that we would get for new artists. Um, I think that sucks that most of the time it would be just the Lady Gaga's, the Beyonce's, the Taylor Swift's, and they would focus the whole show around that or Nicki Minaj and uh, Miley Cyrus drama. Like it would just be all about that. But this year... It was really cool because it was refreshing to see how many women there were, how many black women there were, um, mm. how many not as big names there were, but up and coming artists that people actually listen to but don't have recognition. Oh, yeah. That is so cool. <gasps> what? We didn't talk about Normani. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, we can talk about how her now. Dare we disrespected Normani. <laughs> Once again, it strikes that Camila takes the attention away from Normani. Normani did so well during not only during her music video, y'all, what she needed. like The basketball butt. The Hashtag basketball, basketball, basketball butt. butt. Yes. I'm so sorry, Normani. No disrespect. We love you. We appreciate you. And you are literally the whole package, and we hope you the best. Um, she really has the potential to be the next, I guess, dare I say it, Beyonce. She just needs... <sighs> She just needs more vocal. Can like, we just talk about how she was announced as a voc- um, the voice, not a coach, but an advisor under Kelly Clarkson? And I just laugh because I love her. I love every member from the group. I wish them well. But let's be honest. Girl is an amazing dancer, has presence. But the vocals could mm, be better, like stronger. Yeah. She has like a Janet voice or a J-Lo voice where it's nice but sweet and just sweet. Yeah. So, um, but anyways, sorry. Her VMA performance was so good. She said she channeled Britney and she studied Britney and like it was very choreography driven. There was a moment where her jacket almost got stuck. Oh, yes. I guess that's an out. That's the out. Her jacket malfunction sucks. Is out. Um, What else? What else is the next out? Um, Oh, well, I did want to let people know that like in general for music awards or award shows in general, whether it's the Grammys or the Emmys or the Oscars, the viewer count is getting lower and lower each year. And in the media, people like to really shade that and be like, oh my God, the award shows, no one's watching award shows. But the difference is, is that nowadays people do a lot of streaming and online content and YouTube. And I think as you have experienced this in your last work, Companies really need to get on to the understanding that viewership is different nowadays and the numbers of television don't reflect the actual viewership and they need to change their models to gear towards online. Yeah, because yeah. like if you look at YouTube, like all of the views were so big. That's where we watched all our videos. Yeah. Yeah. And so I feel I have a lot of friends who don't even have cable. Yeah. Yeah. If you us, at my yeah. house, my house, we don't have cable. We have Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime. Uh, HBO on demand just because it comes with the package for our Wi-Fi. That's the new generation. The only people that have cable and that I know of are my mom and my dad. Yeah, 
Yeah. And they don't even utilize all the, like... All the channels. Yeah. No, it's so weird. So, yeah. And, I, like, families, I guess. Families are the only ones with cable because, you know, they they have to cater to, like, everyone in the family. Oh, yeah. I think it's our families watching, like, the Filipino network and the Vietnamese channel and stuff like that's, that. Like, like, that's the reason why... That's the only reason why they have cable. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, there's that. Another, I want to say, an out that happened when for the MTV Music Awards is you guys know her she's a like an R&B artist yeah. that's from Vallejo she's from Vallejo well, Gabby Wilson Bay Area Vallejo rep in the house good for her for being on the VMA stage but I think that you know they lucky did her dirty they, I think they did her they, dirty I don't, I don't know she not getting a sound check you know like I just felt like her no pun intended her <laughs> her time like her stage presence the sound levels. The sound levels weren't really catered to how she performs. Because I've heard her perform live before. And she's really good. She's really soulful. She has a voice that carries. And, That's what I heard. You know, she's a really great performer. But I think something about, like, the recording. Yeah. Of the audio going into, like, TV. It just didn't sound like they helped really caught what the essence of her voice is yeah maybe it was a mix of nerves maybe it was a mix of sound levels but like you know uh, other than that i wish her the best i am such a fan of her craft and what she's bringing and um mm-hmm. she she's making a it's kind of i forget what it's called like an r&b festival yeah yeah like, she's in the process of doing it. i think it's gonna be held in concord or yeah, something yeah props to her so it's stuff like that like uh you know that that performance may not have been the cleanest but she's awesome so there's that and i think the last thing that I, we can update you guys about the MTV Music Awards is, as we know, Meg Thee Stallion is blowing up, you guys. You're a big fan. I love Meg Thee Stallion. Yeah. She's a big old freak. Oh, she literally so, tall. I'm so happy for her because, like, she'll do, like, IG Live or something of her doing homework. Homework, y'all. She's a college student around our age, still doing homework while doing it big in the game, and she's just making such an impact. And, like, you know, she's repping each town think she's from Houston yeah she's repping H town and I'm just like happy for her because she she seems like what I see on social media I think just a really well-rounded girl and who knows what she wants and is still trying to get her education while being part of the rap game and from what I notice a lot of the female rappers in this upcoming generation of younger rappers all get along and they all love like working with each other which is excites me because it makes me wonder what collaborations are going to come out mm-hmm. and what videos can happen. And, like, literally, if you get along with people, shit can happen. And I'm just really sad. Yeah. But, you know, it's cool to speak that, you know, because they all get along, there's mm-hmm. going to be more of an essence of women empowerment, especially in the female rap game, which is necessary because mm-hmm. people like to tear female rappers apart and yeah. be like, there's only one. Yeah. Um. So, speaking of, though, so proud of her because she actually got to perform on the VMA red carpet. Oh, she looks so good. So tall, so amazing, and good for her. But what's not cool about this situation at the award show that happened, guys, is that, you know, there was a certain best dress list that was put out regarding the show, and she was put on it. And let me try to paint the picture for you guys, okay? She's wearing a black and gold outfit, I think, that is, like, boots, okay? It's, like, high, it's, uh, thigh-high boots with, with some hot like hot short what are they called hot shorts like hot shorts you know short shorts uh with a bustier and then a tailored blazer Mm -hmm. she got put at the bottom of the list taylor swift also wore an outfit and it was boots hot shorts bustier and And a a blazer. blazer the difference is the color and like and i would say that another difference would be body types but who's to say one thing looks better in one body type and not the other when they're wearing the same outfit and it's like I, I think a lot, a lot of people yeah. on Twitter didn't understand 
how that made any sense. Yeah. If we're talking outfits. Yeah. If anything, like, I think people are being racist and just being like, she looks ghetto because she's black, but Taylor Swift is white, so it looks great. It looks cute. Innovative. It looks, it looks cute, like her, like, her me and her, like, you need to calm down music videos. It's yeah. like very much that. I'm like, no, Megan Stallion looks fucking hot. Yeah. She looks badass. And don't like, get it twisted. We, both artists are great. Yeah, both artists are great, but whoever wrote that article obviously has a bias and has no idea of, like, no fashion sense. You know what I mean? And, like, that's what upsets me is when they make out these articles, I'm like, what? Show me your degree because, obviously, you probably won't even go to college for fashion if you're making such ugly statements. And yeah. I'm just mad about that. But, again, Megan Stallion, she's doing really well. I'm glad to see what she's doing. Taylor Swift, she's doing well. Listen to her album, Lover. Yeah. Oh, Lover, especially the title track. Love it. And the video. Oh, yeah. so good. Um, cool. So moving on to another music artist, um, and away from the drama of it all, um, is someone we talked about, Camila. So something that I definitely think it's in, I think Jericho definitely thinks it's in, is I had us watch Camila's new video that just came out called Shameless. Yes. Oh. Oh. It's so good. It's so good. Usually I'm very, like, judgmental. I'm like, I don't like it. It's like, whatever. But this video... They just did her right. For good reason. And yeah. I would say a lot of the reasons why music videos nowadays aren't as pleasing is because we're not getting the budget that we used to in the mm -hmm. 2000s or like Korea gets because, number one, we as consumers don't consume music. When you're stealing music, when you're illegally downloading music and not supporting artists, artists can't thrive. And then you complain that their videos or the art's not the same as before. That's because we, you're pirating their shit. Yes. We have to support our artists and we can't complain that their art is not yeah. good anymore. Um, yeah, so, but with this, she has budget behind her. Mm -hmm. The edits were so good. Oh, that one part? Yes. There's one part in the music video where she does like this. She's with a group of other dancers and backup dancers who are like styled and dressed like her. And it does like this weird transition where you think she's in one area and then they do this like downturn move and then she pops up somewhere she pops else. Out of nowhere. And the editing was just so like great that you'd even notice that that was like she edited you know she was in a different spot yeah and that just mind boggled me and i loved it whether you guys like her or not because i know some people don't like her yeah her voice is nasally whatever i'm just saying the video has such a budget to it you can watch it with friends because it has such a cinematic feel to it yeah that is just something to watch you know i think i like music videos like that yeah where it's like very like cinematic and very like like, there's a story behind it, rather than just, like, oh, it's colorful. I love music videos that, you know, cater towards, like, movies, like, you know, where you can watch it with people. Not just something that looks nice in the background of, like, a bar or a club, but it's yeah. something you can, like, pay attention yeah. to. I love that. Um, also, I think the choreography was really appropriate. In Fifth Harmony, I'd say she was probably, like, a medium dancer. It'd be, like, Normani, Dinah Jane. Allie and Camila were, like, in the middle. And then, I mean, Lauren, oh, my God. Lauren and... um. Camila, Camila were like the same than Ali's like work on it but she's on Dancing with the Stars so props to Ali but anyways um Camila's choreo I think was appropriate for the theme it was very Spanish inspired um but yeah and sticking to the branding of, of Havana Havana whatever um really really cool so oh I've been showing it to everyone I love it love it yeah yeah love it yeah so ooh, the out so another I guess we're gonna be talking about the media scrutiny of Sean Mendes because he's Dating Camila. Dating Camila. Yeah. That's kind of sad. It's it's sad because they're really, they're trying to paint it that, like, they're using each other as beards. 
Like, they're not, their relationship isn't real, it's invalid. Well, on Camila's side, it stems from a lot of the harmonizers, their fans, you know, doing research and believing that Lauren, who is out as bisexual, had feelings for Camila, and they have this, um, what did they call it? We know when they want two people to be together, they- A ship. They ship them, yeah, so they ship Lauren, and they called, and Camila and called them Cameron, so they think that she is a lesbian, still loves her, and we even got some of those vibes in the Shameless video, but they think that, and then... And then they think that Sean Mendes is not entirely straight, and so <sighs> they're saying that Camila and Sean are just doing it for publicity, yada yada yada, whatever it is. I think they look cute as a couple. My heart wants Sean Mendes to be mine. A lot of men... And women. And women. Want Sean Sean Mendes it, at this point, it's 2019, y'all. People can date whoever the fuck they want. It, I do understand yeah. where it comes from. Like, you know, his his stereotypical, which I hate, stereotypical loose wrists. His, you know, that one gif of him fangirling over Beyonce. Like, these stereotypical things. But I'm a big believer that we have to let people be who they are until mm-hmm. they choose to say who they are. Because exactly. Especially in 2019 is men are more sensitive. Men do love Beyonce. The, you know, you're kind of pushing toxic masculinity when you're telling a guy that he can't be more effeminate and still love a woman. Mm-hmm. Let people be people until they choose to verbally say that they are someone else. Just let them be. And yeah. he's also had a lot of um, mental health issues with it because people are bullying him about it like mm-hmm. let's let this man live yeah at some point it's just not cool anymore and it's not funny and it's not like nice yeah it's so, just it's not nice so go ahead and you know wet your pants or get wet over sean mendes yeah you know, fantasize about private. it but she don't gotta tell people about it yeah don't let it not in a place where he can see it because that's yeah. not cool yeah so let, let him live even though if he does come out one day yeah the gays will go and the women Yes. And to close out this music section, Mm -hmm. the biggest news. Especially for you and your friends. Especially for me and my best friends. This is major, 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 major laser news. Nicki Minaj. Announced. Nicki and Onika. (laughs) Nicki the Barbie. Nicki the Harajuku Barbie. Nicki the Ninja. The pink print. Get to it. The queen. Oh my god tweeted that she's retiring and i know she claims this is herself... not an in this is a total out this none of this is in or out this is just all out and i'm very upset oh. and i'm very mad oh that's true that's true and i guess there's ins and outs to the whole situation yeah but first of all as someone who relabels herself as miss petty i want to know if she's being serious or not i want to know if she's just messing with everyone I, I I think it comes out of left field because I think a lot of women nowadays, especially like in these positions, they're like, I'm going to be a boss. I can have a kid and have it all. I.e. Yeah. Beyonce, i.e. you know, any woman that's had a baby in the spotlight. Yeah. And I would think that she'd be an advocate of that. But it's surprising to me. And I wonder if it's because of all these upcoming women rappers that she's thinking, you know what? I'm gonna like Kobe or like, you know, a lot of basketball players. Yeah. I'm going to go out in my prime. So I'm remembered for my prime before yeah. I get taken over. I wonder if that's fear, but I don't want that to they be a reason. They said that she was supposed to release another album though. They did. So I'm hoping she releases that album first and then she's like, okay, deuces. Like I'm final done. album. Like her final album before she takes a break. And I guess that's the only reason why I'm that I'm, I guess I understand why she needs to end is because she tweeted also that she wants to start a family. Her recent husband, boyfriend, partner recently just got out of prison. You know, she has her man back. I think she's at this point of her life where she knows she knows what she's contributed. She knows that she's the queen. Yeah. And 
you know and that's an in for her is that that's you an know in. she every woman deserves the opportunity if they want to to start a family and she's in that place so i'm gonna be crying over this news for the next few weeks and be playing her music but but you know what i want to say to you i think you don't have to worry because we all know she's dramatic as fuck yeah i think that she's doing this for the drama of it all if anything it's going to be more of a hiatus if it's true and she'll be right back and it won't be very long yeah so we'll see because it's it looks bad because you know people pit her against cardi and obviously cardi has a baby and is still smashing it yeah but best to her whatever she wants to do whatever she wants to do i'm just really yeah Plays Super Bass 24 times. Yes, let's do it. <laughs> cool, let's move on, guys. So that was our music section. Let's go into um, a topic that I feel like, especially people in our age, we have to continue to be talking about and not just making memes about, even though they're great, but current politics. Yes. So recently I watched a video and showed Jericho a video of um, a... Well, I don't know if I showed it to you, but I told you about it. I saw it. Oh, okay. You saw it. So basically something that's in for me is there's a video that resurfaced during Obama's campaign of him giving a speech. And during that speech, often with presidents, there is a panel of people in the back that stand there in support. And there was a woman who I believe was in a red dress and was pregnant and was about to faint. And And then he caught her. He caught her. And he said like something like, you're okay or you're going to be okay. Grabs her, you know, and helps escort her out. Yeah. Applause later. I just thought that was so cool. Yeah. That a video like that resurfaced and is giving good recognition to him. Yeah. Like, what are your, I mean, you're obviously in support of the presidency. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, I really, then again, when he became president, I was still kind of young and didn't really understand much about politics. Um, But I do appreciate what, who he was as a person, you know, of course, everyone can say that he did certain things and yada, yada, yada. Um, but for the most part, I felt like his presidency at least gave people hope and gave people to look forward to. Um, in terms of all his policies, I still have, you know, I'm still in the dark about what the morale standing about it all. But I know that a lot of people looked up to what, who he was as a person and what he contributed to the communities. You're totally right, because a lot of times when it comes to being a leader, politics is one thing, but also in the forefront just him as a person Mm -hmm. like you can tell just by the way someone speaks the precedence that they set and their actions it's actions like that that are caught on camera or even seen off camera that just show who a genuine person he is and when you lead by example and set that precedence your people will do so and i think opposite with when it comes to an out is you know our current person um donald trump and I just personally believe that if you even if you take the politics aside for one second, the way he acts, the way he speaks, says a lot about the precedents you set for your people. And so recently, to inform you guys, if you guys used to watch Will and Grace or heard of it, there was an actress called Deborah Messing on there, and he recently took the time, amongst gun violence and mass shootings that are happening, a hurricane happening in the east, to take the time to tweet at a celebrity, to get at her there are national disaster there's not disasters there's like worldwide disasters the amazon is burning y'all like everything there's so many there's so much shit going on in the world and to utilize your platform to go after a celebrity over calling you out is probably the most stupidest and pettiest thing i've ever seen a president do and 
we need to take away his Twitter, y'all. We need to take away his presidency. And this is why it's so important to vote and why it's so yeah. important to partake and understand your politics. Regardless, if, if you're listening to this, whether you're liberal, progressive, you know, independent, or if you're Republican, I highly doubt you're, like, listening to this. <laughs> but if you happen to be Republican and you're listening to this, please just do better research and, you know, participate and elect for people that care for the community and not just your own personal vendetta. And in our day and age, guys, like, we can both admit we're both very young in our um, years when it comes towards voting and politics and stuff. But for us, even so, like, we know that there's a responsibility to vote. And with the age of social media and the internet, it's so easy to be like, you know, debate recap, you know, or just like a quick summary of who to vote for. And like, there's so many resources that don't take a lot of time. And we can make it simple. But at the end of the day, what I wanted to press is that even without politics, you can see these two different examples of people and just see when it comes to morale what kind of person we want leading the country and making changes that really affect us yeah so that's really crazy crazy but speaking of someone that is making change there was also someone a guy that was in the news so this is going to be an in who y'all know the popeyes thing that's been happening the popeyes chicken sandwich so there's been lines out the door for popeyes chicken sandwiches and a young man came with the clipboard and had people sign up to vote isn't that cool yeah like that's so smart I mean, you're utilizing your community to get them to register, to encourage them to register, and of course they're not going to leave the line because they want that Popeye's chicken. Of course. Even though we can all agree that Popeye's chicken versus Chick-fil-A is probably the wackest debate I've ever seen. That's the out? That's the out. It's like stupid. Why are you competing those? Like, you can't even get Chick-fil-A on a Sunday. You can get Popeye's, but what's better than Popeye's chicken in a Chick-fil-A sandwich? What's better? Yeah, it's the OG McDonald's chicken sandwich. Oh my god, I can't with you. That is, people are gonna come for you if you think ultimate that, chicken if you sandwich. think that the McDonald's chicken sandwich is better than both of those chicken sandwich sandwiches. People are gonna come for you. I don't care. McDonald's has been there since I was broke. McDonald's has been there since I was a kid. McDonald's has been the one to care for little people just because it's cheap and just because you're broke down maybe it's a good sandwich but if you want to connect nostalgia to it sure yes but um i have Says yet- the creamy peanut butter person in the stone yeah. wow wow yeah but if you want to connect uh the soldier to it then by all means do it um i have yet to try the popeye's chicken sandwich me but, too so um, i can't really say so we'll see um i mean i'll be able to try it we but should they don't have it in stores right now so we'll have to wait because it keeps running out yeah um and as for chick-fil-a um i'm definitely not eating it because once again when it comes to unearthed tax uh papers in regards to them donating money to uh anti- trump, administration. trump administration and, and also anti-gay, anti-gay. Guys, I've had Chick-fil-A. It's a great sandwich. But once again, if you have people in your life that you love and support or just love and support people, we can't be supporting things like that. No matter how good a sandwich is, for now, just go to Popeye's if this is the whole thing. Mm -hmm. Seriously. Um, Speaking of food. Yes. Speaking of food. So we're going to close out the politics because we're going to get too heated about that. (laughs) So we're going to transition to something more better. Food. Um, Currently, the... Our in for the food news is going to be Impossible Burger is now at Burger King. Yes. Um, I have a sister that is a full-time vegan of two years. So I like to call myself a part-time vegan. Um, she hates that. Um, but every so and often, I try to have uh, vegan food or food that will emote less carbon emissions. So when you eat thing- less meat, it's also 
good for you yum less red meat and things like that so and to have more of a plant-based diet here and there especially for fiber and chia seeds yes so um i got the impossible burger at burger king and we i had all the roommates take a bite of it what did you think it tastes like regular meat isn't that crazy and we were joking like what if it wasn't even real meat what if it was just like Like they messed up they messed up but i don't know i've tasted the other impossible products Mm -hmm. and so far a lot of the impossible branding is really good yeah so so could you see yourself as someone who obviously you love meat if it was more accessible and it all tasted like impossible burgers like that i would yeah so would you as someone who loves to eat meat would you mind like maybe once a week or like like let's say you eat fast food every single day for one of those (laughs) for one of those meals just choosing to take a different option just to help the planet yeah that's awesome i could probably like do like two days i love that like you know two days on two days off two days on two days off yeah because it really does taste so similar yeah it's crazy so i want to say that's a really yeah. big yeah i think for me i don't have a problem with vegan food or whatever it's just that a lot of it sometimes are a little more expensive yeah or like to get really good quality vegan food it's really expensive and it's so inaccessible and you have to go to like those really bougie stores that like I'm not going to go out of my way just to do that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, some brands, I think it was a Beyond Burger that's not Safeway. Mm-hmm. Like, there's other, like, uh, vegan food products that are slowly making its way into more general stores. And yeah. I, I think once that it gets to, like, having a full section of vegan food, then it will be easy, so much easier to transition between going from being a meat eater to being non-meat eater. And yeah, guys, it's about us making choices too. It's like all supply and demand. The more we make these choices, the cheaper it's going to get. So uh, we just got to support when we can. So yes. um, yeah, so my out would be bad vegan food. Sometimes you'll, I hate food that's overly processed. Um, and that's also sometimes why it's more expensive. And sometimes just a plant-based diet is always the best way to go. That's not processed, vegetable-based and fruit-based. So mm-hmm. um, that's my out. Um, and another in recently, I took you to a place I've been wanting to take you guys. If you're near in the Bay area or near the Bay area, there is a place called SF social spark in SF where it's like an outdoor eatery. There are trailers of, um, uh, dormant food trucks there and temporary food trucks that go in and out and also food stalls. And there's a little bar outdoors. It's a really fun place. They play movies on a projector on a soccer field, like in the summer, really cool place and i took you and we got to try a new business called wicked sf yes oh my god so wicked sf is a vietnamese based thai fusion thai fusion super good y'all the meat the chicken juicy the fried chicken crunchy the the pork loins oh it felt like i felt like i could indulge but it wasn't heavy and that's yeah that's the cool part about it is because it's an SF, a lot of people are very, like, healthy and whatever fuck they want to watch their way or whatever. So, like, a lot of the food trucks there tend to have a lot more healthy options. This new one called Wicked SF, y'all, look it up. Wicked SF. I'm going to say it one more time. Wicked SF <laughs> um, has Vietnamese Thai fusion food that still tastes like real, authentic, homemade food, but clean. And so we ate it. We weren't, we didn't feel groggy. We didn't feel nasty after. We felt so, like, we felt satiated, but not feeling guilty about what we consumed. Hey, props to Vietnamese food, y'all. And um, I guess I'd say the out regarding that is half of the soccer field did burn down. but Recently, but it's fixed. But yeah, they're fixing it. They're fixing it. They're fixing it, so yeah. Um, uh, Last topic for food is... No, no, wait. What? The other part. The other part, okay, so... 
Wicked SF, what I appreciate about them was their menu was simple, easy to pick. Literally, I think five main entrees you can mm-hmm. pick. No, no hard decisions. But there's some other food trucks out there where literally their whole side of their truck is like a menu and it's very overwhelming and it's very disorganized and it's very unesthetically pleasing. Yeah. And like, I don't know, to me, sometimes less is more. And so with certain food trucks, when there's just too much going on, I kind of get concerned because it's like, how do you properly store all that food back there? Like, how is my food being made? Because you have so much going on. So that's an out for me. Yeah. I do love options, but at the same time, I get it. Like, it's hard as a consumer to, to like, speedily get their food and have to choose. And sometimes it's overwhelming for some people. So an out for me is having complicated menus. Cool. So, guys, next and in is going to be meal prepping. Obviously, this is something that, like, people have been doing for a long time. But it's kind of cool because a lot of the roommates are meal prepping now. Yes. So all of us, I guess, realize how broke we are and how much we spend money on, like, boba and going out. So we started meal prepping. Um... Of course, again, saves money. The out from all of us meal prepping is overcrowded freezers, fridges, and food spoilage. Y'all, I can't put even any of my other, like, leftovers in the fridge anymore, or specifically the freezer, because not only do we have some of, like, the meats in there, my other housemates love ice cream. And, and Daniel's meal prep is Hot Pockets. Hot Pockets. <laughs> and they don't just buy, like, a box of Hot Pockets. They buy, like, the Costco, y'all. And our fridge isn't the biggest. So we have, like, two big Costco boxes of, like, ready-to-make food. And then everything else is, like, ice cream and meat. So it's just super weird having all of that jammed into one little freezer. So I've been the one kind of taking the, um, taking the role of making sure that there's enough space in there. So, ugh. The yeah. pros and cons. Of the pros and cons of meal prepping, but either than that, I'm really happy for everyone that we're all trying our best to kind of be a little bit more like conscious about what we put in ourselves and what we eat and consume. So hopefully this is just temporary. I'm probably gonna say that maybe in the next month or so that we should all just have like a pool, like a money pool, and we just put the same amount of money in it, and then we all share the meal prep. If everyone's gonna be meal prepping, if everyone's anyways. gonna be meal prepping. And we meal prep the same way anyways, might as well. That's smart. Mm -hmm. Cool. So moving on to the next topic is going to be gaming slash entertainment news. Pew, 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 pew. What was that? Um, That was, sorry. That was was your gaming noise. Gaming noise. I don't know what game that is. Okay. So the first for the gaming and entertainment news is we're going to talk about Nintendo. Nintendo just had another Nintendo Direct uh, press release, uh, I think, Mm -hmm. yesterday or so. And they finally released, uh, for Super Smash, Banjo-Kazooie. Yes, guys. We got to play. If you guys haven't gotten to play that character, it's a downloadable character. Yes, you have to buy the set. Um, And yeah, and we, we all do this thing where everyone plays the character and so that we get good at it. If you win as the character, you get to change your character. If you lose, you have to stay that character. Yeah, so I stayed Banjo-Kazooie for like six rounds. Yeah. Because I could not, for the life of me fucking get him down it's so. funny but i don't think it's a bad character i think he's interesting because or she i think whatever the i think the weight of the character feels heavy but because of the kazooie part the bird like the jump is really airy and the movement is airy but the attacks are kind of heavier like donkey kong yeah like diddy donkey kong area. it's just so weird so it was really hard for me to get used to but i can see people trolling with that character and wanting to use that character yeah. more but for me it's a no I probably will play if I really if I'm bored and just want to 
play. I think it'll just take some practice. I yeah. don't think it's a bad character. I think de- there's definitely worse characters. I eat Pikmin. I love Pikmin. <laughs> I, Pikmin. I love him. I he eat is... Pikmin. I eat what's that bitch with the star? Um, uh, uh, Rose Rosalina. That, oh, fuck you don't her. like Rosalina? She's so hard to use. I love. Who's your favorite character? I mean, it's from childhood to now, Young Link. Mine is the Link series. Mine is between and Pikachu. Yeah, mine. I I always switch between Pikachu, Toon Link, yeah. and Ness slash Lucas. Yeah. From the new characters, though, my favorite is Ken. Um, because I love Street Fighter. More on that in a second. Yeah. But I love Street Fighter and also classic, mid classic character Roy. But those are my usual go tos. But I've been using a lot of characters. I'm trying to yeah. use more. So I love a lot of a lot us of in our house tend to just play anyone and everyone just because we've played the game so much mm-hmm. that at this point we have to start using other characters so that we don't get bored i love when i want to play a heavy character i love playing donkey kong because he's so fucking strong and um i also love I, when it comes to magic i love who's that bitch with the magic with the that i use palatina with, no the small sword and like, oh robin robin i love robin and oh and i've recently been starting i'm late on this train but um, i'm using diddy kong yeah feels like pikachu really fast and light i love that yeah you're annoying i know i I'm, hate I'm coming at you with that i hate you when you use banana kong. banana dude the banana fucks me up um and yeah and speaking of super smash guys they announced a um character that they're going to release and it's terry bogard i actually don't know of this that's character. an og character was it fast fate fury F- something fight, like that fight the game but it's like it's like street fighter yeah which i'm excited about i love those kind of characters once again i love ken yeah so i'm excited do you think you think you'll like that character we'll see because i don't know the even original game so i have no idea what the potential is for you're it. not really a close range battle character unless they have speed unless they have speed because i'm really bad at timing so the only like close range s character that i'll play is probably pikachu well, without speed. Oh, without speed? Without speed. Uh, and no range at all. Yeah. Would probably be Pikmin. But even then, that doesn't Ew. count. Or like, Wii Fit Trainer. Yeah. Even that has a little bit of range, though. Yeah. yeah. Okay, maybe like the Donkey Kong. Yeah. Donkey Kong's the only person at close range that I'll so pick. Fun. But the only reason why I pick him is because he's strong. Yeah. But other than that, there's no one else I'd play in terms of... I like mid to, like, long range. As you see, guys, we play a lot of Smash, so if you want to come on over and play, let us know. Yeah, you're, you're going to lose. Um, some other noteworthy announcements or updates that I thought that would be noteworthy um, that we could comment on just quickly is... One is Animal Crossing New Horizons. You ever play Animal Crossing? I love Animal Crossing. <laughs> the Villager. Can you imagine if Animal Crossing was, like, they took the fighting from... The villager in Smash and put it back into the Animal Crossing games. Yes. It's so funny. Oh my god. Um, but there's an update on that. Finally, for Animal Crossing stands, it should be coming next year. So that's exciting for peaceful people who like to fish mm-hmm. and shit. Um, Pokemon Sword and Shield. There's a lot of Pokemon fans. Yes. I'm excited. Yeah. Um, I kind of just want to see more of the game, but I'm really excited for the gameplay. And the new starters. And the new starters. What is I it? Just... The Sobble? The, the sad one. So cute. You would like that one. I like that one. It's yes. cute. It cries. Yes. And then, and then the monkey with the drum or whatever. Yeah, then. And then what's the last one? The bunny. The bunny. Charts. Char- score bunny? Score bunny. Yeah. I don't really care for that one. Yeah. I'm between the the monkey or the... Sobble. Sobble. I probably so will go for good. the water one just because 
it just looks so sad. It's so cute. Yes. Um, also noteworthy, there's a new Legend of Zelda game. I don't know a lot about it, but I think it's just cool that, like, there's a new one. I love the series. Mm-hmm. Great series. Um, Super Kirby Clash. I don't know what that's about because I didn't care because I was just caring about Smash, but yeah cool, cool to see there's another game for that another luigi's mansion have you ever played that mm, i got too scared it's creepy it's creepy it's creepy but cool to see that luigi's getting its own fame from mario again you know? <laughs> uh just dance 2020 i want to look hold on can i look at that up real quick because we love just dance uh, i'm just i'm gonna see if they announce any like songs or anything let's see well he looks that up and be why did you put NBA 2K as Because a... I know that you'd shade it. Yeah, why the... We don't need to talk about that. No. Okay, so we're not talking about that. Well, there's some listeners that might be excited. Yeah, no. Oh, okay. I don't care. Real quick, just for Just Dance. <gasps> okay, we did know this. So, God is a Woman by Ariana Grande. is going to be a song. That song is very important to us, and we'll talk about that next podcast. Um, Panic of the Disco is going to be one. Um, Panic of the Disco, Greatest Showman, or Panic of the Disco, just their general music? No, just Panic of the Disco. Oh, Blackpink, Kill This Love. Yes. Sorry, the track list is out. Blackpink, Kill This Love. Um, oh my god. Um, DJ Snake, Selena Gomez, Cardi B, Taki Taki. Yes. Old Town Road, Lil Nas. Of course. That'd be disrespectful to not put that He's song. queer. Um, to anyone, I am the best. Surprising. Oh. Um, and 365 Katy Perry is another noteworthy one, I guess. Yeah. Baby Shark. Oh, no. Baby Shark. Black Eyed Peas. Yeah, cool names. Awesome. That's some of them. And then, lastly, NBA 2K20. Some people are going to be excited about that. I know yeah, you don't yeah, care. Okay. okay, so let's talk about the outs for this. Um, let's go Pikachu Eevee. I know it's been over a year now since that game came out, but no one plays it anymore. I just think it's so funny that no one talks about it. At all. Shade. Like, there's, um, like, no update on it. Just, like, literally as if it never happened. Speaking about more shade, someone in the Mario, um, what's the word? Mario Kingdom of Characters that seems to be shaded. Everyone needs a Waluigi. It's so funny. We don't have him yet They have Smash. Mario, Luigi, Peach... Daisy, um, Bowser, Wario. They even have a Dr. Mario, but there's no Waluigi. There's no. How weird. Yeah, I know. So that's why we're saying that he needs to come out in the next set of downloadable characters for Smash. Sure. And speaking of another out is I want, they need to make another Street Fighter character. I love Street Fighter. I don't think they should just make it just for me, but I would love that. I want them to release another Street Fighter character. I would love if they released Chung Lee. I love Chung Lee or any of the other characters. E Honda, like I think they would all be really great in Smash if they already put two in anyways. That's just my wishes. So if it happens, you heard it here first. Yes. Alright, so besides gaming, a lot of things that like I've been into recently has been anime. I've always been an anime person. Probably not a big freak. I don't really come off as a anime weeboo nerd, but I do love anime. Currently been watching Demon Slayer. <sighs> so good it's still an ongoing series right now it's only supposed to go running for 26 episodes but they're have they have been approved to go for a second season Taijobu. Taijobu. yes and then so that's one graphics amazing i've been watching the fruits basket reboot kind of love and hate it i love it because it's so much more clear and like the animation's better uh-huh. hate it because i realize how much the characters complain <laughs> Because it's always, like, the annoying, prissy, like, over-feminine characters that are like... Yeah, so I don't know if how long I'm going to continue watching it. Okay. Um, And then 
last one is haiku the volleyball one yeah the reason why i'm bringing it up is because i know it's been done and i know the season and the show is over but because i finally have access to a uh, crunchyroll premium i finally got to w- watch and binge watch it and i'm loving it so far i am only on i think episode 18 of the first season I'm probably going to binge watch after this a podcast, but I'm just super excited because I really love it and I love the characters. But Tommy doesn't like the characters. Oh, more than that in a second, now that we're talking about the outs when it comes to animes and things of that nature and binge watching. Um, I am someone that has played volleyball since junior high and I was excited when I first heard about the anime a few years ago. I watched like half of the first season or so and... Uh, I think it's weird because I think I have a bias because I played the sport and I know animes are dramatic but I imagine dramatic things like fighting wars with powers and superpowers and blah blah and to me when you apply that to sports and there's a character doing a monologue for like a whole episode when he's about to hit a ball that's gonna really in action takes two seconds to me it's like this is not what happens, and then I, it's hard for me to get into. But I do appreciate the publicity of the sport, and you know, yeah. This, Tommy the ignores anim- the animation is great. Tommy ignores me when I watch the anime because he doesn't think it's realistic enough. Who does that? I'm gonna hit the ball, and all of my stresses from my past of my mom and my dad have led to this situation of me hitting this ball. Ugh. Life is complicated, and anime helps you figure it out. Okay, <laughs> um, so there's that. Um, and then you also don't like the fact about binging too much. Yeah, so I don't like when I binge too much anime in one sitting because then I'll catch up right away. Mm-hmm. And then I have to, then I realize the full series isn't out and yeah. so I have to wait like another week or so before the next episode. I'm like, oh, damn it, I already came up to this, like this far in the game. Like, I wish I could just finish the whole thing. But then... <sighs> Something that I'm learning as an out, guys, is that when you're in a relationship and, you know, everyone has me time... And they want to have me time differently. And someone like Jericho who enjoys watching shows, binging, watching animes, playing games on his phone. Um, for myself, like I'm quality time is one of my love languages and quality time for us is a little different, whether it's spending time together watching a show or actually like being present. And I'm learning that like we also have to respect each other's quality time because we have to have equality individual time that we want so then like you know while he watches like the volleyball anime i'll like you know do music research on my phone and just learning like a healthy balance of that yeah which i think is so important yeah and him being able to understand that he can watch that show and maybe i just don't want to watch the show maybe i'll tune in but you know me being right next to him and doing it together is you know it's nice for me that's enough yeah but it's also nice to have things to do together too which we do Mm -hmm. so um, and then yeah, so another uh, last one is last night right before um, we ended is uh, Jericho and I, I showed him Kim's Convenience. Y'all, it's on Netflix. It's about a family that has a convenience store and they're Korean and it's like the Asian American struggle of like the overbearing dad. Like the and Canadian. The yeah, they're, Kore- they're Korean Canadian, Canadian Korean. <laughs> um, and yeah, I think everyone should watch it. I think if you're an Asian American or can relate to like immigration, like, you know, family issues, you should watch it. It's really funny. Um, I definitely recommend it. It's super funny. Um, I would say an out regarding that is, well, just in general, you guys know the old av- Avatar Airbender movie? Yes, which t- did really f- 
fucking bad. Oh my god, I I I am biggest stan of that show, um, and I couldn't even get past. I watched the first time ten minutes, and then after that fifteen minutes, but I can't get past that movie. It was horrible. Um, so that's an out. But an in is that they're remaking the movie, and the dad in Kim's Convenience is gonna play Uncle Iroh supposedly. Yeah, and it's like pretty perfect. It looks spot on. I look yeah. like the, how the dad looks like. I can imagine it. Yeah, and his voice. Yeah, deep voice. Um, and speaking of another out is that the brother, the guy that plays the brother in this is going to be... Which is uh, Sima... Sima Liu? I forget Sima his Liu. name, but it's something like that. No shade to him. Um, but he was announced to play, be part of... Is it Marvel? Yeah. The new Marvel film that's supposed to be based in China or something. And there was like reports that people said that he wasn't handsome enough. And it was crazy. Yeah. It just goes to show you that even in a fandom where the character is like asian that there's still going to be racist people out there who are going to be like that's not good enough yeah and what they're basically saying is they want someone who's asian american but that's like asian half that's pulls more towards like the eurocentric that has the western bigger eyes and yeah. like you know you know i think that's the biggest thing with him everything else he's broad-shouldered he's tall he's muscular he has fair skin he has a pointy smaller nose like it's literally his eyes i think that people are like he's not handsome enough because his eyes are very squinty yeah yeah Oh, that's horrible. Stupid. So that's an out. That's an out. Any out of racism in the movie, music, entertainment industry is just whack. So, but, you know, let's end this on some good news. And we're going to talk about more personal news. I know we said we would be, well, we're going to talk about pop culture, but queer news. So this is some great news. This is not a chabot or anything, but it's in regards to me. Also, queer people are pop culture. Yeah, they make we create. I'm just kidding. But yeah, this is um, Um, so recently my two oldest nephews didn't confront me, but my oldest nephew he is eight, turning eighteen this month uh, on the twenty third. So happy birthday to him soon. Um, he knows that I'm gay, and you're gay. Yeah. Oh my god, I didn't tell you. (sighs) Well, he knows I'm gay, and you know he doesn't care. And I've always talked to the oldest one. Me and the oldest one are really close. So I'm like, I don't know if the other, like, younger nieces and nephews know about my sexuality. Well, recently, the second oldest one, who is 16, uh, talked to me and was talking to me. And we ended up talking about my sexuality. And he was like, I know you're gay. I really, I don't care. He's like, you're still the best uncle I know. And I was like, ugh, my heart. And so it's really nice knowing that like slowly but surely, not only am I out to my sisters and like the older people in my family, but now the younger generation is going to slowly find out. And I'm excited because I know that the younger ones, especially like Gen Z and like millennials and younger are willing to be more educated on what sexuality looks like and what gender looks like, you know, and it, it gives me hope that when the younger ones find out that they're not gonna be homophobic or i'm hoping not that they're not gonna be homophobic or homophobic or homophobic i'm just kidding that's a kim's convenience joke reference yes um but the out to this is um my sister my other sisters who have younger kids um they're kind of protective about the whole situation of sexuality and gender and so that's an out parents protecting their kids from knowing what sexuality is is kind of dangerous like feeling like they have to hide their children from sexuality or else they will become that sexuality which doesn't make any sense it doesn't make any sense and there's no science behind whatever they're thinking but i can't 
you know, I can't blame my sisters for being raised a certain way and trying to raise their kids the same way. So I'm hoping that in the next year or so that when the kids are old enough, we can have a conversation about it and that my sisters will be able and brave enough to facilitate and educate their own fucking kids about what sexuality looks like and that just because their uncle's gay doesn't mean that they're going to be gay. Can we just talk about, to any of our um, straight listeners out there, can you imagine one of your nieces or nephews coming up to you or texting you and saying, oh, auntie or uncle, you know, I just want to let you know that it's okay that you're straight. I still love you. You're never going to have that conversation. You don't have to have that conversation. Yes. And the fact this conversation is being had and it's 2019, for all of our allies out there, we still got to fight to fight. So just remember that. And we yeah. need your help. So. so, But that's the biggest news, essentially. And I'm just re- for me, I'm going to celebrate the small wins and knowing that my the two oldest nephews look up to me still and they still love me for who I am without me necessarily having to come up And to them. they're straight. Just because you have... A gay uncle does not mean you're going to have a gay child. What it does mean is they're going to have clean nails, a great outfit. They're going to have lots of gifts and lots of love and a good yes. sense of humor. And they're going to have... Trust and believe. I take care of my nephews. They for sure have really good clothes because I gave them my hand-me-downs. Oh, stupid. Yeah. Anyways. <sighs> oh, my God. We got to the end of it. Yes. So <laughs> that is basically our weekly roundup what did we call it it's a it's a week roundup we might not do this weekly but that was a week or so or that was a week or so roundup for the one episode out of the 10 that we're doing for one season (laughs) but yeah so that is it um before we do our chow buddies and daily fleshes of what we talked about i just want to say please let us know how you feel about this like this episode i know again it's really different than what we usually do because this time it's a lot of just what's news and what's happening do you like it do you not like it do you want us to just go back to talking about ourselves do you want to mix up both give us suggestions text us on the side you know we're going to talk about it again and we'll give you a contact at the end of it but yeah let's transition to our chow buddy so instead of doing a chow buddy of our like our life we're gonna do a chow buddy of everything that we talked about and what was our favorite good news so go my chow buddy I don't know if you could have guessed it from my excitement or not, but my chill buddy was definitely Camila Cabello. You gotta roll your L's. Cabello's uh, video for Shameless. Uh, not just because I followed her career and saw her in Tanferen in a mall tour when she had a big bow in her head, but uh, also because I love any video that gets a big budget and is a production. And the song is nothing innovative, I would say, but just really compelling to the video. Kind of like a mini movie. I always get excited about stuff like that. Really, really cool. Yay. Wee, my chia buddy. And yours? My chia buddy is going to be Missy's uh, Vanguard performance. <sighs> that whole set, that whole thing. YouTube it, guys. She deserves YouTube the views. It, view it, memorize it, perform it, do whatever you got to do. But she killed that performance. So congrats again to Missy, Miss Damina Elliott. Yes. Now we're going to transition to our daily flesh. What is the news that you didn't like receiving this week? Y'all, anything that pertains to that orange fruit of a president that we have. Um, I'm No, not even president. I'm not even going to use that word. But just just not, not even in general. I mean, in general. To anyone that promotes any type of racism, any sort of misogynistic, fearful, hateful views on another human in the planet and treats people less than they deserve to be treated, talks to people less than they deserve to be treated, 
doesn't deserve any press. So I just want to stop talking about it there yeah. and register to vote. So let's flush him right now. Flush it the fuck out. And now. Send it to space. Send it to the sun. Let it burn. All right. So I think y'all can tell what mine was, what my daily flush is. It's Nicki Minaj telling that she's going to retire because, bitch, you know you're not going to retire. Please. That is a lie. Be kidding, please. You don't have to lie to your fans. We know you're going to release an album. Please, please just don't leave. We still need you in this world. And I just want... The, <laughs> Tear. I just want Pink Print 2.0, please. Bobby forever. Yes. So we're going to flesh that news out starting now. Do you think she poops her hips like super hang off the toilet? I wonder too, because my hips do that. Oh, sorry. Small hipped person issues. Yeah. Fat ass person. <laughs> yeah. Fat, fat, cool, fat guys. So thank you so much for, you know, being part of the updates. We hope you learned a lot of things and really helped you like learn things. If you missed out on the past time or two, um, please feel free to continue DMing us. We love the DMs and the text messages we're getting. Um, I want to do a quick shout out to my friend Vincent Page. Uh, thank you so much for listening. I know I didn't text you yet, but I will. Um, but thank you for listening. We appreciate it. And, and spread the podcast if you think more people will listen. And let us know what topics you want to cover. Um, we have one more episode into the season finale. And then we're going to take a little bit of break. But when we come back, we're going to want more topics. So in the meantime, just let us know. Yes, please. Again, so our IGs are at spicyjurizo underscore for mine. And mine is currently right now Tomafeels, T-O-M-A-F-E-E-L-S, Tomafeels, where you can see me not post anything and occasionally about the music yes. that I do on the side. <laughs> uh, check out the bio for this video or go to our uh, Anchor FM website to see also the links to our other things. And if you go to my IG, you'll see all the links to all the Twitter um, all my YouTube. Again, just click on those links, find us, DM us, you know us, share it, and yeah. Oh, and if you have a Twitter, follow us on, I think it's You're In All Podcast. Pod, yes. Something like that. Search You're In All Podcast Twitter. Um, follow us there too. If you have a Twitter, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. Yes. And yeah. And yeah, guys. Um, so be sure to watch this next episode will be our season finale. It'll be live, but not really live in Santa Cruz when we talk about how this podcast even came to be and why I'm in this room with this person. All right. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye.